guys, welcome to the Take a Seat, Not a Side podcast with your hosts, Kelsey and Brian. This is the podcast where we ask you to take a seat, but not a side. Unless it's mine. No, mine. Hi guys, welcome back. We've missed you. This is our third episode. Um, it's so weird when you only record once a week because I feel like I have this like urge to record when it's been like seven days and we haven't done an episode. Like I miss it. Like so much stuff happens to us during the week that we're like, oh, we should talk about that on the podcast. And we just obviously forget about it probably, but. Exactly. Or, like, funny things happen that you just want to, like, talk to your friends. Like, you feel like the listeners are your friends, and you're like, I cannot wait to tell them about this. So, luckily, one of the things that we're going to talk about is um, in our first segment that we're going to do today. Kelsey, do you want to explain what that is? Uh, so, we wanted to do recommendations instead of doing, like, a review this week. Um, so, just, like, something that we discovered this week that we really like that we kind of want to tell you guys about. Or that we've discovered in the past, in some cases. So you're going to say that you liked it, but tell them what happened last night. I started crying. You cried. and Okay. It, it gets, it, you'll understand why it's ridiculous that she cried, but <laughs> go ahead. What's your recommendation? So my recommendation is on Netflix. It's called The American Barbecue Showdown. Barbecue, that's a hard word to say, clearly. American Barbecue Showdown on Netflix. My parents actually are the ones that told me about it. They were watching it while we were home for Christmas. And I was like, oh, I like cooking shows, but like whatever. And I started watching this. And let me tell you, I literally got emotionally invested into this show. I... Love it so much. It's like a barbecue competition, obviously. It's a cooking competition where they're thrown different challenges in each round. And somebody's eliminated in each round, which is why I got so emotional last night. Because I had been watching it and getting so attached to these people. And this guy went home. I won't say who, obviously. And I literally started crying. And Brian was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was crying because somebody got eliminated from a barbecue show. I haven't even finished it, by the way, because I was so drained emotionally from that disqualification that like, or not disqualification, but you know what I mean, that I literally couldn't finish watching it last night. So she watches a lot of cooking shows. We'll watch Chopped and Guy's Grocery Games and all this stuff. But usually we pick who we like based on who we hate the least. Because the contestants on those shows are usually kind of douchey or I don't know. I don't know if they do that on purpose. Yeah. There's always one that's like overly confident that you're like, okay, not rooting for you. So, but this show's different. Like they're normal people and like you really, I've only watched a couple episodes, but yeah, you can really connect with them. You don't want any of them to suck. And they're so supportive of each other. Like they're so supportive of each other. And it's like. So they don't want the other people to go home either. And you, like, really sense that. 
Okay, I can't even talk about it anymore because I'm getting upset. <laughs> Do you want to go ahead with yours? No. You know what? Okay. Ups- you know what upsets me? What? When you say barbecue, what do you think I think of? Your mom's barbecues. Okay, so everybody knows what Sloppy Joes are, right? Everybody listening right now, Sloppy Joes, man witches, even. I can understand. That is a sandwich. It's a type of sandwich. Your mom calls those barbecues. I don't think it's just her. I'm pretty sure it's a UP thing. It is a UP thing, but like barbecue is a type of food. Ribs. Steaks, burgers, uh, pulled pork, that's barbecue. So if you're from the UP and you're listening, it's not an entire show cooking Sloppy Joes. (laughs) (laughs) They cook all sorts of things. Last night they were cooking with raccoon and gator and squirrel. like, And they make these ridiculous dishes, it looks like. Possum? They cooked with possum? Oh, do we have a story about a possum? (laughs) Isn't that just insane? Well, we caught a possum, but we weren't planning on cooking it. That's for sure. So my recommendation is a Netflix series called Peaky Blinders. It's a period drama, which I love period dramas. I think my favorite shows are Vikings, Black Sails, or Black Ship, as Kelsey called it. Pirates. Pirates, Black (laughs) Ship. Um, Game of Thrones. Like I love period dramas. Um, So this is a period drama. It's set in 1900s England. It features a Irish-English mob mentality. Um, it focuses on a family called the, the Selby family. They, it's kind of like a gangster mob rule. Yeah. It's kind of just like how they run their business. Isn't it like horse racing? They get into that. Or horse you know, betting. All sorts of stuff. Any way to make money. And I don't want to get too much into it because I don't want to spoil anything. But if you are into those period-type shows, this, this show nails it. It's got a lead actor, Cillian Murphy, who I I think he's phenomenal. I was just going to say, and he is the scarecrow, I think, in like the Dark Knight era of Batman. So he's actually in four Christopher Nolan movies. And if you listened to last week, you found out that Christopher Nolan is my favorite director of all time. Um, So he features Cillian Murphy. He's in the three Dark Knight movies. So he's scarecrow, like Kelsey said, in all three of those movies. Then he's also in Dunkirk. Also, just want to point out, because I love horror and suspense movies, he's also in a movie called Red Eye, and if you haven't seen it or even heard of it, it's super good, and it's got Rachel McAdams in that as well. So he's just a good actor all around, I'd say. Also, he's a European actor, and can I just say that European actors are so much better than American actors? And I don't mean like so much better like they're better people, I just mean like the amount of skill that they teach you over there in Europe as an actor is just insane. Yeah, I feel like there it has to be part of their early childhood education. Well, like they're training too. Like they're trained actors. They're actually like trained in it versus like, oh, I'm just an attractive person who can read lines. And I'm not saying that all American actors are that way. I'm just saying in general, I think the standards are higher in Europe. And the accent's cooler. Definitely. Well, and then they can do other accents. Like, I feel like when American actors try to do, like, European accents, they're ridiculed and, like, torn apart because they don't sound as good. But when, like, a European actor does an American accent, like, I don't know if we just have, if it's just easier, but they just are so good at it. Yeah, there's some European actors that you see them do an interview and you're like, holy crap. 
like um Hugh Laurie, he played House, Doctor House. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw him do an interview and found out that he has like a heavy, I don't know if it's British accent. Um, Hugh Jackman is another one, I think. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like yeah, you're just, just thrown by it. Hit you by surprise. It's like, holy cow, that person isn't American. For sure. <laughs> All right. So we have a game planned for today. We always have games planned, but this one I'm very excited about. So me and Brian love games, like love games. Um, we're very competitive people, not like necessarily always with each other, but like if we're on the same team, like it's game on, like no messing around. We're here to win. We're here to destroy, especially with Taboo. Oh, my goodness. Um, so one of the games that we own is called, oh, I'm going to curse. I know we're trying not to, but I have to. It's what it's called. Isn't it called Smartass? Yeah. Yep. So the premise of the game is like there's a who, what, where card, essentially. And so how do they usually start? The cards. I'm going to circle back to the taboo thing. If anyone is hearing this and thinks they can beat us in taboo. You can't. Hit me up. We'll make arrangements. You can't beat us. Literally, you can't beat us if we're on the same team. Cody Kivisto, if you can hear this, I know you're getting you getting worked up just hearing it. You can't beat us. Teehee. All right, so smartass. You, so you draw a card, and it'll have a person, place, or thing on the top. And let's just say the the place was Las Vegas. I'll draw a card, and you get 10 clues about Las Vegas. They progressively get easier, and whoever's playing tries to guess what city you're talking about, and whoever gets it first wins. If you guess wrong, you're eliminated, and it gets easier for the other people as you go on. Then whoever gets it gets a point or rolls the dice or whatever. So we came up with a similar game. We're just doing it with people. But real quick, back to the game. Do you remember when we first played this game with Brian's family? So the cards obviously start out as, who am I? Like, what am I? Well, one of them said, where am I? So Brian's dad draws the card and says, where am I? And Brian's sister, hi, Bobby Joe, I'm calling you out, goes, Michigan, because we're sitting in Michigan. Like, she (laughs) forgot the concept of the game. And I was like, yes. Thank you for reminding me that we're in Michigan, but um, not I'm pretty we sure we at. eliminated her after that, too. Yeah. I think we're that competitive where we said, oh, you're out. Oh, your family. That could be a whole podcast, how competitive your family is. Like, your dad needs to be in, like, the right chair and the right amount of noise in order to successfully play Michigan Rummy. Like, he can't handle, like, anyone distracting him. Well, we, maybe we can ask him about that when we have him on in a couple weeks. Oh, definitely. Okay, but back to our game. Sorry, you were doing a really good job of explaining it, but I'll take over, I guess. <laughs> um, so we are doing Just Famous People. We have five hints. They go from super vague to, like, the last hint is always the initials, which is how the real game is played as well. So, and then we're doing it a little differently. Um, if you guess on the first hint, good for you, you get five points. If you guess on the second hint, you get four, third hint, all the way down. You can guess at each level, but if you get it right, that's the amount of points you get, right? Yep, okay. you're not getting eliminated. Sounds a little complicated like all of our games, but 
we're just not very good at explaining them. Uh, so once we get going, I think you'll get the idea. Do you want to go first? Sure. I am a former NBA basketball player. Okay. It doesn't hurt to guess. You might as well throw it a guess. Uh, Michael Jordan. Nope. That would be crazy, though. I won three NBA titles with the LA Lakers and one with the Miami Heat. And one with the Miami Heat. Is it Shaq? Yes. It is? <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. What a start. Two points. Oh, wait. No, four points That's for me. That's four points. Are you keeping track over there? Yeah, I will. I will just go through the other hints. Okay. I was a lead actor in a 1996 movie that has a 3.0 out of 10 on IMDb. Can you please tell me what movie that is? Kazam. Never heard of it. He plays some sort of genie. It's terrible. Oh, that I remember sucks, watching it though. when I was a kid, but it's a terrible movie. I I looked it up to see how terrible it was. I was not expecting it to be that bad, but did not get good reviews. Um, clue number four. This one should have given it away if you didn't already know it. It was I am seven one and three hundred and twenty four pounds. And then who am I with the initials S O and Shaquille O'Neal? I didn't get the last name, but I mean yeah, I would have. Uh, you're good. You're good. It's four points. All right, going in a different direction. I am a reality TV star is the first hint. Kim Kardashian. No. I am a member of a famous family. Chloe Kardashian. How many Kardashians <laughs> are there? I only get five guesses. I have one child. Kylie Kardashian. I have no idea. Okay. I'm torn here. That's not her last name. That counts. You didn't give me Shaq's last name. Last Kylie name? Jenner. Thank you. Really? That's right? Yes. Let's go. Good job. What number was that? Three. Third hint. So what were your last two hints? I have a cosmetic company. Makeup. My initials are KJ. Yep. Kylie Jenner. All righty. This one's good. I was a 19th century U.S. president. Are you kidding me? Seriously? You don't like that clue? Why? Because you know I'm stupid. Okay, keep going. What years are those, for the record? 1800s. Yeah, all right. Many would, this is number two, many would say I'm the best war general in our country's history. George Washington. Wrong century. (laughs) I mean, you might as well guess. You're right. You might as well guess. Number three. I am on the $50 bill. Oh, no. I really should know that. John Adams? Nope. Number four. I have a fandom initial in my name, and that means that it wasn't in my birth name. It was made up. Phantom? Phantom? Phantom. Phantom. Like fake. Like it's there, but it was not. It was made up. Initial in the middle name. Oh, my gosh. James Madison? What's the middle initial? I don't know. Nope, nope. All right. Who am I with the initials U-S-G? 
USG. Okay, don't make fun of me. I don't know his first name. Isn't it like Ulysses? Yeah. Something Grant? Yep. Well, I just gave you the second. S Grant. (laughs) (laughs) Who am I with the initials USG? Ulysses something Grant? No, the S does not stand for something. The S is made up. He doesn't have an S name. and It sure isn't something. Oh, my gosh. Stop. You get a point, though. Good job. Thank you. You got it. All right. Number two for me. Yeah, one point. Great. I'm an actor. Denzel Washington. No. I am Australian. Russell Crowe. No. I have played a comic book character. Tom Hardy? No. I have been in musicals. I don't know who's Australian. Is it Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Let's go. And you mentioned him at the beginning of the podcast, oh, and I was man. like, oh, no. That was number four. Um, that was my second one. Oh, yes. The fourth hint. Yes. I get two points for that. Hugh Jackman. All right. He's Australian? Mm-hmm. All right. Number three for me. I was a popular singer. Was. Okay. Um. Selena? Nope. Number two. CBS Sports just ranked, and this is... It's Super Bowl Sunday, so I thought this was fitting. CBS Sports just ranked my 1991 Super Bowl National Anthem as the best anthem of all time. Whitney Houston. Oh, you knew that? Yeah. How? I mean, I kind of knew it. Like, I knew that she had done a really good job. Obviously, it's Whitney Houston. I mean, but that was just kind of a random guess. Yeah, it was uh, 1991, so it was the start of the Gulf War. Okay. So, like, everyone was really patriotic, and she comes out and just sings this ridiculous rendition of it. Uh, it's, yeah, you need, if you haven't watched it, go check it out, because yeah, she nails it. You'll never. A rare talent, I will say. So that was two. You get four points for that one, too. I'll read the rest of them. My biggest hit was a cover of a 1974 Dolly Parton song. Along with that song coming in at number six. I have three other songs in Billboard's top 50 love songs of all time. You name those? Um, I have nothing. Is one of them probably, right? Actually, I'm not I don't really remember them. Uh, you know number 6, right? I know number 6. The number 6 love song of all time by Whitney Houston. I will always love you. Yep. That's the one that's the cover of the Dolly Parton song. That's the Dolly Parton song, yep. And then I want to dance with somebody is on there. And I don't remember the last one. We'll just say you're right. You ready for mine? Yeah, this is your third person, right? Mm-hmm. I am a retired professional athlete. Peyton Manning. Are you kidding Let's me? Let's go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you know what? I had to do the most research for this one. Hold on. Hold on. Let me give you a big five points for me. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Let's go. I want to hear the rest of them. Rest of your quotes are a fact. I am, once again, with the Super Bowl tie-in. 
which we'll get to that later. I have a surprise for you, by the way. I am a two-time Super Bowl champion. Whoop, whoop. Brian hates Pan- Peyton Manning, by the way. No, I don't hate Peyton Manning. I hate the Colts. No, because then I said, whatever. I don't have time to get into that debate. Yes, I do. When he went to the Broncos, I said, oh, now you can cheer. Oh, I said, oh, now you can cheer for the you Colts. You have it all backwards. And my dad, to this day, says this is his favorite story about us. I hated Peyton Manning when he played for the Colts because I hate the Colts. And when he got traded to the Broncos or signed by the Broncos, Kelsey goes, oh, hey, now you can like the Colts because Peyton Manning's gone. And I'm like, no, now I can like Peyton Manning because he's not on the Colts anymore. And to me, that was very logical. And Kelsey says, well, that doesn't make sense. You still didn't like Peyton Manning. I love Peyton Manning and I love all his commercials. Okay. So I'm a two-time Super Bowl champion was hint number two. I played for the same NFL team for 14 seasons. Both my dad and my brother also played in the NFL. And my initials are PM, obviously. Nice. I'm so upset. Oh, my okay, gosh. Okay, you've gotten two of them on the second clue. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Go ahead. All right. I am a male singer. Justin Bieber? Nope. Number two. In 2019, the only person who had more global tour ticket sales than me was Pink. And you said a male singer, and in 2019. Hmm. I didn't use 2020 because COVID. True. The Weeknd? Is that a person or a band? Well, he's a person. He's called The Weeknd? Well, no, he's called Abel something. Sorry, The Weeknd. His nickname is The Weeknd? Yeah. Why? And it's spelled like W-E-E-K, like N-D. Wait, why? That's stupid. I don't know. Well, Drake's name isn't Drake. Yeah, but that's Drake is like a normal nickname. The Weeknd? I'm not going to start calling you Thursday. I feel like it's more normal to call yourself something out there like The Weeknd than it is to just be like, I'm going to call myself Drake. Am I wrong, though? Yes. About yes. my guess? The, okay. The weekend is a terrible name to call yourself. I mean, but am I wrong about the guess? Oh, yes. Yes, you're wrong. I don't know who that person is, so yes, I, they weren't my celebrity. So, number three. I taught myself how to play the piano by age three. Hmm. <laughs> Justin Timberlake? Nope. Number four. I shared the stage with John Lennon for Lennon's final performance. Uh, Elton John. Elton John. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe he was number two overall in tour ticket sales? Well, I think it was his farewell tour, if I'm not mistaken. Or is supposed to be. He keeps saying that, though. I thought you might have gotten it at number three because you watched his movie. Didn't you watch his movie? Yeah, Rocket Man. That was a really good movie, by the way. I think there was like a theme there for that year where everybody was doing like these like movies about like rock stars. You know what I mean? Like origin stories, but for like fans. Yeah, Queen got one. Elton John got one. Mm-hmm. And then the number five, I didn't want to put this earlier as a clue because I wasn't sure if they covered it in your movie and it would have been too easy. But born Reginald Kenneth Dwight, who am I with the initials EJ? Yep. 
they do cover that in the movie. Okay. I figured they might have, so I left that for last. All right, so you got that at number four, so you get two points there. Oh, man. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. I'm a singer. Justin Bieber. No. I have won 10 Grammys. Hmm. Justin Timberlake. No. Just guessing who you guessed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I started my career as a country artist. Taylor Swift. Has to be, right? Yes. Let's go. The next hint would have given it away if there's any Swifties out there or anyone that's even vaguely familiar with Taylor Swift. I was interrupted by Kanye West during my VMA acceptance speech. No. Yep. My initials are TS. This is close besides you not knowing who Ulysses something Grant was. His middle name could have been something. Started with an S. Yeah, you kind of need five points here. I won't count it up right now, but number one, I am an actor famous for playing a popular hero. An actor famous for playing a popular hero. Well, that's kind of vague. Well, it's supposed to be vague. I know that, but... I was just going to say I gave you two clues in one. You got actor and he plays a superhero. Not superhero. A hero. Ben Affleck. Oh, are you saying because Batman doesn't have superhero powers? Because he played the, he played the worst version of Batman ever. But once again, that's another debate for another episode. All right, number two. Oh, you're wrong. That's it's not Ben Affleck. Number two. In 2019, I became the new voice for Chucky in Child's Play. Are you kidding me? I mean, I didn't even know who that was. You don't know who Chucky is? I know who Chucky is. I'm saying like. I would never watch a Chucky movie because dolls scare the crap you out of me. horror movies. There's an exception when it comes to dolls. My mom, just real quick, since we're going on tangents in this episode, my mom has these two porcelain Santa Clauses that scare the bejesus out of me. And she hides them. Like when I visit, she'll put them in my bed. So, like, when I go to bed, I'll, like, pull the covers back, and they're, like, in the bed. Because she knows that they scare me so much. One time I took a shower, and she, like, secretly opened the door of the bathroom, and she put one in the bathroom with me. So, like, when I got out of the shower and, like, the steam cleared, there was just, like, a Santa Claus staring at me in the bathroom. I love it. Like, I hate dogs. So, if anyone's listening to this and hasn't suggested any movies or has... Go on and tell me your your best horror movie involving a doll, and I'll sneak that into our little uh, movie bucket that we have to draw from later. And if you think you're being sneaky by putting Annabelle, I will let you know that I've already gone through that torture, and I watched it. Thank you. All right, so that was number two. You don't, you don't have it? You don't have a guess? I'm still going to go off of the first hint because I have no idea based on the second. And I will say Andrew Garfield. Nope. Number three. More notably, I cemented my voice acting legacy by voicing a Batman villain. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to not know this person because it's probably a cartoon version of Batman, which I don't watch. It is. I don't watch it either. But like separately from being a hero, right? 
or playing a hero. No, he's a hero in a movie, and he's a villain in Batman. Bastion Stan? That's a very interesting guess, but no. Okay. Number four. I saved this one for last because you're going to hate it. Number four. My favorite color is green, which happens to match my lightsaber. Ha, ha, ha. All of you Star Wars fans getting your revenge on me on this one. Mark Hamill? Is that his last name? Yep, Mark Hamill. Oh, my gosh. Everybody was about to come for me if I got his last name wrong. I still stand by what I said, by the way. I don't take anything back. Yeah, no, he voiced uh, the Joker. And if you Google most famous voice actors of all time, like he comes up as one of the most famous just for that role. Gives us a good Joker laugh, I'm sure. Oh, he does, for sure. And then, so I thought it was cool that he voiced Chucky. I haven't listened to it yet, but he voiced Chucky in the new Chucky series, so that's interesting to me. But you guessed Sebastian Stan, and in the new, in The Mandalorian, there was rumors that if Luke Skywalker made an appearance, that if they if they ever recasted Mark Hamill's role, that they might use Sebastian Stan, because they kind of look alike. Young Mark Hamill kind of looks like Sebastian Stan see that especially when you look at him as playing like Bucky in the Avengers movies like with the longer hair a little bit Mm -hmm. he was in Gossip Girl that's where he started his career and I just want to say that only the girls will probably know that so we knew him first just so you know number five for you all right this one's hard too so you thought you had a hard one with the last one I have a hard one too that sounded wrong (laughs) cut that out cut that out (laughs) okay I was a famous author JK Rowling no and I just want to point it out to help you out I was a famous author okay so she's still alive apparently JK Rowling the the author of Harry Potter movies or Harry Potter books sorry yes she's still alive whoops I am widely regarded as one of the greatest writers of the 20th century. Do you know what years the 20th century is? <laughs> I do. I don't know what actors, I don't know what writers were alive, though. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe. No. Might as well throw out a guess, but wrong. Many of my works were adapted into films. Not so fun when it's a hard one, huh? Walt Disney. No. One of my most famous novels, The Great Gatsby, was originally oh, received it. rather poorly. It's uh, Fitzgerald. Uh, Scott Key Fitzgerald or something, right? That was very smart of you to say that. Um, it's Francis Scott Fitzgerald. But oh. I found out it's actually Francis Scott Key Fitzgerald. So I will give it to you. Because you got like a really difficult part of his Not name bad. right. Yeah, let's go. But that was very nice of me to do that, by the way. I did not have to give that to you. What number was that? That was the fourth hint, so two points for that one. So total score is... Ugh, I lost. I know it. You won last week. You can't win them all, Kels. You crushed it with the Peyton Manning one. Yeah, that was big. You know me too well. 17 to 13. It's pretty close. I'm assuming I had 13. Yes. Okay. Just clarifying. 
All righty. The one-to-one in our games. We got more board games. We're going to be doing this. This is fun for us. Like I said in episode one, we do this whether we're on the podcast or not. So we figure we might as well record it when we do it because it's fun. And this time, hopefully you guys are able to follow along and guess, get some hints too. See if you could beat us maybe. And we'll probably, like you probably just said, we'll probably do it again. We'll just do like movies or, you know. Places, movies. Exactly. And we can do people again. We're not going to run out of celebrities. It's a super fun game. And it's nice to bring it into modern times because the one that we have upstairs, like, obviously was probably made like 10 years ago. So, like, there's not a lot of modern, like, famous uh, people. I don't think that that game is that old. Probably about five years ago. Still. It's nice to find ones that, like, you and I will know Mm -hmm. or... I agree. ...ways that we can trick each other a little bit. I have a quiz for you. A pop quiz, because you didn't know about it. A pop quiz. (laughs) A pop quiz. On what? So... Not the Kardashians again. Not the Kardashians, no. Or the Jenners. You got that one wrong. Anyways. So, it's Super Bowl Sunday when we're recording this right now. We'll probably, it won't be, obviously, when we release it, because we're going to do it, like, late tonight, early tomorrow morning, so, like, Monday morning-ish. But they always have, like, these, like, games that you can play at Super Bowl parties. Well, this is our Super Bowl party, because, obviously, we're not doing anything. Um, I went online, and I found, like, a hard quiz, like, a difficult quiz for Super Bowls. So, like, Brian knows a lot about sports, so I can't just go find, like, what color are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers jerseys? Like, obviously, you'll know that. So I found a difficult Super Bowl quiz, and I took five questions from it that I'm going to ask you. All right, let's do it. Figured our male and female listeners, if you're big sports fans, can play along. You ready? Uh Uh-huh. At the time of this quiz, Tom Brady has won six Super Bowls. I'm putting that energy into the into the planet that he might win a seventh. Which player has the second most Super Bowl wins? Which player or which quarterback? Which player? It's probably someone that has played with them. By the way, I don't know the team that this player was on because okay. he may have been on multiple That's teams. That's fine. I have two guesses. If you had said quarterback, I was going to say Joe Montana. Er. That's not my guess, though. I said if you had said, you said player, though, which oh. I think makes it a trick question. So I'm going to say Adam Vinatieri. Charles Haley. Halley, maybe? Huh. It's H-A-L-E-Y, and he has five wins. He was a He played for the Cowboys. Oh, I know a couple of people that probably know that name, and we're very excited. Not Adam Vinatieri. Adam Vinatieri was the kicker for Tom Brady when he played for the Patriots. Okay. And then he was the kicker for Peyton Manning when Manning was on, or Manning's last few years. And Actually, I don't think he, I think Manning might have been gone when Vinatieri went to the Colts. By the way, six Super Bowl rings. That is ridiculous. I know I'm not the biggest Tom Brady fan, but the man is talented. Like, six Super Bowl wins. What's number two? Okay, ready? 
who was the MVP in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' previous Super Bowl appearance? Oh, uh, uh, Rich Gannon. No. <sighs> I told you, this is a difficult Wait. quiz. Dexter Jackson. I'm confused. Why? When was that? I mean, I don't have the year. I didn't make this quiz up. The Raiders lost the Super Bowl. I'm an idiot. Okay, go ahead. Which city has hosted the most Super Bowls? Bonus points if you can say how many. Oh, it's got to be somewhere warm because it's in January. And it has to be somewhere that had football team football for a long time. So what's a warm city that has had a football team for a long time? Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that hosting the Super Bowl in Lambeau? That'd be wild. Terrible. Be snowy and cold. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. People are sitting at home I'm like gonna go screaming the answer. With right now. Miami. Yes. Is it? Let's go. Do you uh, want to guess uh, how many? It's probably not many because they rotate it so much. I'm going to say they've hosted five Super Bowls. Eleven. Oh, my God. Holy cow. Now, g given this is what, 50th? Uh, or Super Bowl? Is it Super Bowl 50 or Super Bowl 51 for this one? I don't even know. I need you to look it up because it's going to bother me. Super Bowl LV, whatever LV stands for. <laughs> probably 50, right? Wow, we're stupid. It doesn't say? No, it says LV, Kelsey. Okay. Anyways. You have one point. Nope. It's got to be 55. You have one point. The L is, must be 50. The V is 5, obviously. Who scored the first touchdown in Super Bowl history? Oh, the Packers played the Chiefs. I'm going to say Bart Starr. Very impressive that you knew the teams because I definitely did not. Um, Green Bay. Max McGee. Oh. I wanted to include that one for all of our Green Bay Packer fans, but. I don't even know if Bart Starr was on that team, but I just know he was old Packer, so screw the Packers. This one's a little bit easier, this last oh, one. Oh, there's more? Let's go. But it's going to hurt your feelings a little bit. I know what the question is, and I know what the answer is. Which... What four teams have never made the Super Bowl? Yep. <laughs> it's funny because. If I could pick two teams to make the Super Bowl, it'd be the Jaguars and the Lions, and they're two of the four teams to never make one. Is it make one or win? I've never appeared in a Super Bowl. Never appeared. The Jaguars, the Lions, the Texans, and the Browns. You got it. However, in solidarity, I did wear my Jacksonville Jaguars sweatshirt today for you. Oh, that was the hint? I mean, it's not the hint, but... If you don't have what's the what's the phrase? If you don't got a horse in the race, did I get that right? I don't know what you're trying to say. Me neither half the time, if I'm being honest. <laughs> if you don't have a horse in the race? Like if you don't have someone to cheer for, you might as well just cheer for the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the famous saying, haven't you heard it? <laughs> The Jaguars almost made the Super Bowl a couple years ago, but you know who they lost to? They lost to the Patriots. And? Because Tom Brady pretended like he broke his hand when all he had was a scratch on his hand. That was a bittersweet 
Super Bowl for me. I, the Patriots ended up losing anyways to the Eagles, but I've I usually cheer for Tom Brady. That year I was a little PO'd because I feel like the Jaguars got robbed. I agree. Well, and I just feel like Tom Brady is like the LeBron James of football. Like, there's no doubt that he's talented, but you also are like, okay, let somebody else win. Like, we're kind of over it. Not this year, though. Go Bucks. I will say that. Who are you cheering for? I feel like I'm cheering for Tom Brady. Well, <laughs> for Tom Brady. Just him. Not his team. Just him. I feel like I'm cheering for the Buccaneers because, you know, everyone's like, oh, Patrick Mahomes, here he comes. Like, youngin, he's going to take out Tom Brady. Like, you're forgetting that Tom Brady has a lot more experience than Patrick Mahomes has. Yeah. Like, I think Patrick Mahomes is very talented. He's amazing. He's probably the best quarterback in the league right now. Oh, absolutely. But talent wise, but Tom Brady Tom Brady is different. Like I know Patrick Mahomes has been to a Super Bowl because he went last year, obviously, and won. But like this is definitely not Tom Brady's first rodeo. Like he's so used to Super Bowls by now that like they probably don't even really phase him. Yeah, this is a much more fun matchup than last year with Mahomes against Garoppolo. It's Mahomes against Tom Brady. It'll be fun. Garoppolo. Spell that last name. That kickoff is in about 30 minutes. We have one more thing we want to do before we finish this up, though. Want to explain what we're doing? Yeah. Um. So, we are not drinking alcohol today. Mostly because, you know, every once in a while you need a break. <laughs> We're not 21 anymore. I watch TikToks all the time, and I always see people talk about, like, new coffee drinks and things like that. So I wanted to test some new coffee drinks. Dunkin' Donuts has two new ones. I'll have to pull up the exact names, so give me one second here. And then for Starbucks, they have a new one, and they also have one that's just new to me. Now, Brian is very picky, so I'm hoping that he's game to try these. Anything but mushrooms and olives I'll try on this show. Well, there are no mushrooms or olives in these coffee drinks. Perfect. Okay, so let me pull up the names exactly of the drinks. We have the Pink Velvet Iced Macchiato from Dunkin' Donuts. We have the Mocha Iced Macchiato from Dunkin'. As well. We have, now these are where it gets a little questionable, where I don't know how happy you're going to be. Oh, this is where it starts? Yeah. The other two are fine? Yeah. Pistachio Coffee Frappuccino from Starbucks. And the Green Matcha Tea Latte from Starbucks. I've always seen it. It's like fluorescent green, and I'm just curious. So, real quick. Let's pause and grab the drinks. Okay, so let's start with the pistachio frappuccino, which Brian looked at and got very excited about. Mostly because I feel like pistachio, or sorry, frappuccinos look like ice cream. ASMR, me drinking. It's pretty good. It's kind of like a nutty kind of flavor. Like, trying to find how to describe it. I mean, it tastes good. It tastes like a... It tastes like a malt. 
Yeah, well, it tastes like a shake. I don't get Frappuccinos very often from Starbucks because most of the time when I go there, I'm getting like a coffee. What is this? It doesn't even, you can like t- tip it upside down. Well, I had it in the fridge to keep it cold, so that might be why. But it's a blended drink. Like, it's a blended coffee drink. But is it usually, like, shake material, or is it usually coffee? You've m- never had a Frappuccino? I've never seen this in my life. <gasps> it's delicious, whatever it is, but... Oh, my gosh. We should just go to Starbucks and get all the Frappuccinos. This is good. It does you not like taste it? like it'd be very healthy, but it's good. Okay. Let's do the second one. So this is going to be the pink velvet macchiato. Now, this is supposed to taste like red velvet cake. Once again, ASMR of me stirring the drink. Brian probably won't leave that in when he edits it. These are supposed to mix up because, like, the flavor is kind of at the bottom, as you can see, because it's, like, fluorescent pink. So let's give it a mix. Hmm. Oh, pretty good. It's like, it's more of a coffee taste. Brian just took a sip and he like flinched at it. He was not amused by that one. It it's looks, not bad. It looks like it would taste fruity. Oh, well, that's where you're mistaken. It's like a red velvet cake flavor this is disgusting it's very sweet not a fan no <laughs> should we do number ratings at the end <laughs> brian <laughs> brian looks like he's about to bomb he just he just chased the pink velvet one with the other one so that he wouldn't have to taste the other one anymore oh my gosh it's not that bad it ain't good okay you ready for the next one this is the Mocha Swirl Macchiato. By the way, they have new donuts right now, too. I didn't get any because I don't need that in my life right now. I've eaten enough already. Hmm. Tastes like brownie batter. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I think Brian just about threw up. I think you're being dramatic. You're definitely being dramatic. Brian, if you guys could see this right now, if we had video, you'd be like, okay. Seriously? That's terrible. It's not great. That's terrible. What do you mean it's it's not not great? It's terrible. That's worse than the second one. You really? Okay. What's it supposed to taste like? It tastes... Are you getting the bottom of it? Try it again. No. Try it. What do you mean try it again? No. <laughs> oh, you're really not going to like this last one then. Okay. So. Uh, what is it supposed to taste like? It tastes like. It's supposed to taste like brownie batter. It tastes like mud. Like if you drink a mud puddle. It's so bad. Okay. I'm sorry. Is this Dunkin' Donuts? I don't mean to offend you. But this is terrible. Macchiatos, though, you're supposed to kind of mix them up. I don't care. I don't care what you, you did with this. This is not going to taste good. I'm not trying it again. It kind of looks like mud, too. 
Oh, I need a breather. Like, it looks like muddy water. Go ahead. Try the last one. Okay. You're going to hate this. So, I've never had matcha. Is that green? I've never had matcha. Yes, it's green. My God. But everybody talks about it. It's super trendy. It's like the thing to try. Matcha tea. (laughs) Brian's not happy at all. Matcha tea latte. Do I have to try that one? You have to try all of them. Oh, my God. No. Oh, she doesn't like it. Oh, no. If she doesn't like it, I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to tell you what it tastes like yet because I want you to try it. Oh, no. (laughs) I have a lot of thoughts on this one. Get your bucket ready. You're going to hate it. It looks like pea soup and ice. I'll tell you what it tastes like after you take a sip. Tastes like grass. (laughs) Don't throw up on the podcast. It tastes like grass, doesn't it? Are you chasing it? So the first one we tried, the pistachio frappuccino. Brian actually likes the flavor of it, so he keeps chasing the other drinks with the pistachio frappuccino. That was the worst one. It tastes like grass. I'm my eyes are watering, Kelsey. I can't. I can't. It tastes like if you took like your grass cuttings. I'm so glad we did this segment last. It ta- barely. It, took it a tastes step. like liquid. Yeah, you're right. Liquid grass. Oh my god, that's horrible. What is this called? Matcha. Matcha tea. Like a matcha tea latte. Bless your heart. If any of you actually drink that and pretend to enjoy it. You know what it is? It's like one of those health drinks that people pretend that they like because they're like, oh, I'm healthy. Like celery juice. People drink the juice of cel- like of celery and they pretend like they like it. I'm sick. Okay, let's rate these. Uh, oh, I'll go first. The pistachio malt thing. What do you call it? I'll give the names of them because right. you're not even close. You'll call the last one a grass cutting latte. What's the um, first one? First one is pistachio frappuccino. That is good. Uh, Not great, but good. Drinkable. It doesn't taste like coffee. So if you like the taste of coffee, you're not going to be happy with it. But if you don't like the taste of coffee, highly recommend. I'll give it a 7-1. There was more whipped cream on it, but I got hungry on the way home. What do you give it? Um, Out of personal preference, because I really like coffee and I like the taste of coffee, I'm going to give it like a five. Like it tastes good, but it's not what I would personally seek out because I want to taste my coffee. These next ones are just terrible. Okay. So the pink velvet one, which, which is that one. This one? Yeah. I feel like it was good. And I could taste like what they were going for, which was like a red velvet cake. Like, if you really get the bottom of it, the sweet part, it does taste like it. After trying the second two, I feel bad about being so hard on the second. Oh, sorry. After trying the last two that I, we tried, I feel bad for, for being, being too harsh. hard on this one. It's still terrible, but it's like a three terrible. I like that you can taste the coffee more with that one, so I'm going to give it a s- 
still probably like a five. I'm giving it a, a three, like Kazam, the movie Kazam with Chef. <laughs> it's that bad. Like, it's Kazam level. Was it Kazam or Shazam? No, Shazam is the superhero movie that came out a couple years ago. Kazam oh. is the movie where Shaq pretends to be a genie. Doesn't Shazam have the guy from Scrubs in it? No, someone that looks like that, though. I th- Oh, maybe it's the guy from Scrubs. I don't really know. Let's okay. get these over with. I need to go eat something. The mocha one? I can't remember what it's called. Does it say on there? Mocha Swirl Macchiato? Sure. Um, I'm going to give that one like a three. It tastes like, well, no, that was harsh. It just has more of a coffee taste to it. I, you know what, for personal preference, though, yeah, like a three. I wouldn't seek it out. 0.2. You're dramatic. It's disgusting. It tastes like mud. You're dramatic. No, it tastes like a mud puddle. The last one? No, it tastes like you're drinking a mud puddle in ice, and they give you a straw to pretend to call it coffee. That's ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know how they sell this. The last one's disgusting. Yeah, the only reason I give this one a point two is because I needed somewhere to go lower than that, and that's this. Gra- this, this is ridiculous. Who told you to buy this? Who told you to try this? Okay, so I was gonna drive up to the window and say, "Surprise me with your favorite drink," but I got social anxiety and I didn't do it because I feel awkward. And so I saw this one on the menu, and I've always wanted to try it because everyone always talks about matcha, and I'm like, oh, I've never had it before. Like, let's give it a shot. Brian will hate it, but maybe I'll like it. Um, false. I hate it. It tastes like nature. Not a fan. Would I say I'm going to throw up from drinking it? No. I'd give it, like, maybe, a, like, a one. It's got to be probably the worst thing you've ever drank in your life, right? Uh, No. That probably is reserved for like alcohol. No, that's yeah. Beverages. Strong alcohol does not count. This has to be the worst normal drink you've ever drank in your life, right? Mm. No, like I feel like I could drink that whole thing if you forced me to. Bet here. Take it. Not worth the two hundred calories that are in there. Well, that's where you. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's another thing too. It's supposed to be healthier, right? That's what everybody says. Oh, matcha, matcha. It's healthy. It's 200 calories for a small matcha drink. You could have an ice cream cone from McDonald's for that. I'm going to tell you what. Google matcha tea from Starbucks. Look at how bad it looks. And then think of it tasting five times worse than how it looks. That's the only way I can describe it. I'm so stupid. I started to Google it as you were talking. (laughs) You can see it right here. I thought you were talking to me. Like, Google it. Okay. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up our third episode here. So enjoy the Super Bowl today, guys. Obviously, by the time we record this episode, we don't know who won. So congratulations to the winner. Tom Brady will have his seventh ring when you listen to this. Very possible. Um, We will see you back next week. Uh, we're doing a couple special things for Valentine's Day. So that's exciting. Um, We will see you then. Bye.